Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinion on everything and everything. I got to stop reading and doing that. <laughs> um, this week, it is me, Nick, and Johnny in studio. Beer is taking the nice, uh, a night off. He got a promotion today. Congrats to Beer. Congrats, congrats Beer. Congrats. Yeah. Um, our boy's doing huge things. That's what we like to see. So, unfortunately, he has to do some stuff for that. Which, we'll give them a pass. That's a good reason to miss a podcast. Good reason. That's a good reason to miss a podcast. Um, but we will <clears throat> we will talk about the Bears and the destruction of the offense. Um, but we do get a spin zone with how great the defense is. It's just not leading to winning games. But we got timeout and then the rank this week. Either we're going to do that one or we'll make some shit up. <laughs> okay. So without any further ado, we'll, we'll get right into it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low budget presents Beer League. Hi uh, guys, welcome back. Um, so. Nick, let's start off with you. Uh, IR report. Uh, I'm healthy. Whoa. I would say I, I've I've been upgraded to. Um, you were prob- questionable. Prob- probable. Okay, that's where we, is what that's I what would we say. Like to hear. Yeah. So no, I feel good. Been working out a little bit finally again. It feels good. Uh, just in time for winter. So. Uh yeah, I'm I'm good. Okay. Thanks that's, for the concern. That's the. The only reason I have to ask now is because that the time you got back and I literally said, I was like, at least you didn't get injured and you, you hit me with the, oh, wait, I did get injured. So now I can't just assume you're healthy. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'll just give you an injury report every yeah. week. Probable well, is where I'm at. How was right your now. weekend? Did you do anything fun? It was Halloween. Ugh, what did I do? Did you dress up? Um, I will. I did on, on Saturday night, we did a poker game with uh, friends, mm-hmm. which we've been doing you know, off and on throughout quarantine, we were on a streak for like several weeks in the middle of quarantine. We were doing it every week, sometimes twice a week. Then we've kind of fallen off lately, but on Saturday night we did one and everybody, or most of the guys dressed up in uh, Halloween costumes as we were like zooming, zoom FaceTiming to play poker, which was fun. What'd you dress up as? Or did, or were you not the one? So I was, I was pretty lazy, but then I, I joined the call early with three other guys and they were all dressed up. So then I was like, I already had a flannel on. So I changed my shirt to my Pearl Jam shirt and put on a Cubs hat and said I was Eddie Vedder and grabbed my guitar. I was like, that's good enough. Yeah. Good enough. And I didn't have to change too much. So that was about it. Yeah. Wasn't that a pretty chill weekend? How about you, Johnny? Did you, uh, oh, what was your sister's costume again? She was a dark angel. I remember around. it was something yeah. a little funny. Uh, did she go trick or treating? Did you go with her? No, there was no trick or treating this year. There was so. no trick or treating by you guys. No, Whoa. there wasn't. Damn. Unfortunately, so uh, we just got her all the bags of candy she wanted and just kind of gave it to her and her friends. Uh, but they obviously still had a good time. Um, obviously, they still hung out at school. They got to do that whole thing. But um, yeah, actually, uh, actually dressed up for Halloween this year. Would you go as? Flash, Flash, 100-Yard Dash. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, Zootopia. I have seen the Zootopia. Is that with the sloth and the DMV? Yeah, that is the sloth yeah, and the DMV. Yeah, I have DMV. seen that. It was mostly just uh, 
because I was only hanging out with my sister, so she loved it. But uh, yeah, didn't do too much this weekend. But I did discover this uh, card game called Exploding Kittens, and I know how much you love board games in general. I do love board games. This is apparently the number one in 2020 of card games for adults, and I highly recommend it. So much fun. It's like, uh, I guess the best way I could describe it is uh, Uno for adults, basically. And it's just Ooh. a ton of fun. It's okay. so much fun. The name is great. Exploding Kittens. Yeah, I was wondering what the hell you were Googling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is not how I want to start off this podcast. If, like, if you were going to show really me, sad like, news. someone put like an M80 in a kitten, I'd have been like, no, we're, yeah. we're, we're good on this one. No, no, no. I think that is what the board game industry is going for, though. It's just crazy names. It you know, works. Yeah. Just like a crazy name. Because what is... Uh, what is the totally sober or no totally tober and it was a big one which is just a tongue twister you got cards against humanity which i actually no that's not a new game Cards against yeah, humanity it's been, been around for, for a, a while but it is all like adult versions of, of games yeah. that we played as kids so you right. said like this is adult uno cards against humanity exactly. yeah, adult apples apples, apples, yeah. apples like mm-hmm. it's all just like rebranding everything so what we got to do is find a game that hasn't been tapped yet and then make it adult. Give it a weird name. Yeah. Well, now yeah. Even, yeah. <laughs> even What Do You Meme has like a new deck of cards in it that says MA. But honestly, all the MA ones are not even as funny. They just added like a curse word. Some mm. of the other ones are good, but it will be like instead of something, something, it'll just be like fuck something, something. You're like, mm, not, not that big of a twist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like I get that's why it's MA, but it's like not good enough. Ooh, cuss words. We're so. Yeah. Mature. It's just funny when you see the MA on the thing and you'll be like, when you touch a boy's penis and you're like, what is that? What, is, what meme does that even go for? Like, I don't even know what the hell that's about. I'm glad that your sister had a good uh, Halloween though, because when I was nine years old, if you told me I couldn't go trick or treat, that might be the world ending. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, like, that, that would have been a rough night. Oh, yeah. That would have been, I would have, I would have definitely been a pouty, angsty boy. Um, my weekend was good. I, Dressed up last week for the murder mystery. I did the pirate, Governor Napier. Oh, yeah, you shaved your mustache. No big deal. I shaved for last episode, too, but thanks. No, I thought you still had it. No, I shaved. Oh, okay, shit. No, you definitely still had it. For the John one? Yeah. Because we were talking about it. He bought me my razors because I got them shipped to his house. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. I I trimmed that night. Yeah. Or I shaved that night. Yeah. Um, This week, or this Halloween, it was Halloween for the books. Um, I went golfing. Wow. Um, it was 35 mile per hour wind, easily the craziest windy conditions I've ever played in. Um, there was one shot. I was 146 yards out and I hit a five iron, my 210 yard club. And I still came short of the pin. Mm. I hit it on the green, but I was still short of the pin, which is like, I mean, that's a 50 yard win. Like that's, that was insane. I played well though. I shot 79. I, I was actually striking the ball pretty well. I like to think that it might've been like the wind helping the ball get up in the air, but (laughs) You know, there ain't no pictures on the scorecard. All That's all I got. And then I came home to my surprise. Uh, Kayla, I knew this. Kayla had her sister stay with us for the weekend. They had like a crazy spread on the table. As soon as I walked in, we had like shrimp cocktail, a big ass charcuterie board, which I'm always down with. Some like cheese dip, goat cheese, honey, cranberry thing that was pretty good. They had pumpernickel bread. I tried pumpernickel bread for the first time. I didn't like it. You hadn't had pumpernickel before? No. And I like I, weird. I, 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 I had a bite and I like I don't feel like I miss anything. I didn't think it was very good. 
Um, but they had like pizza, they had popcorn balls, they had a bunch of stuff. It was amazing. Yeah, pumpernickel bread wasn't very good. It's um, I I, I don't even really think of it as that much of an acquired taste. Like I, I like it, but it's not my favorite. But I'm I'm more so just surprised that you've never had it before. Is that what they used to make rye chips, like in Gardettos? No, they use rye bread. But pumpernickel is like a form of rye bread. It is. But I don't like rye bread either. Do you like sourdough? Love sourdough. Mm. Sourdough is my favorite bread. Sourdough is good shit. Like, especially if you get a good one. Like, shout out to Bobby, uh, my buddy that owns flour in uh, Andersonville. He top-notch bread. Really? It is so good. I mean, and it's, he just tells me what he puts into it. I'm like, that's all you put into it? So I don't even know how he makes it so good, but it's like four ingredients. It's on the technique. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. He does like the specialty like score shits. Mm-hmm. Like he's got like specialty razors to cut it, which I just want him to still do one with my name, but that hasn't happened yet. He said something with like the crumb in it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care about the crumb. <laughs> just put my name on it. You, and you don't like rye at all? I don't like rye bread too much. Johnny, do you like rye? I don't mind it. Okay. Maybe Not we preferred. should do a bread rank. I don't know. We save that for another okay. time. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to stew on it a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I they wanted to do onesies, so I have a onesie, so I popped on my shark onesie. Um, we watched, oh, we watched the movie that you guys recommended, Behind the Mask, Leslie Vor- Vernon, Leslie Vernon or something. The the Behind the Mask. The, oh yeah, the, the one that Beer recommended. Yeah, yeah this it was <laughs> it was really good. It was super good. I didn't know it was that old. It was from two thousand six. Yeah, I don't remember what the, him talking about. It that was one. basically like a mockumentary of. Like a serial killer, but he's like a slasher. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was pretty good. It was pretty I good. I would recommend it. Nice. Um, it had a nice twist. Um, and then we watched Cabin in the Woods after, which Cabin in the Woods I just love that movie. I, I watched tr- that for the first time last weekend actually. What do you think? It was awesome. It's great. I did not expect when any the, of that. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> er, spoiler in three, two, one. Wait, have you not heard it? Have no. you never seen it? All right. Anyways, real quick. When the elevators open and they release all the monsters, that is one of my favorite that parts of so any awesome. scary movie. <laughs> all right, we're done. We're done. Um, that's all I wanted to talk about because that is one of my favorite parts. I don't know if I'll ever watch it, but I'm tired oh, of. You should. I feel watch like it. there's spoiler alerts like every week. For so, that movie. For every move, for anything, I feel like every, once a week on this show, I'm saying spoiler alert. Yeah, that's fair. So, Cabin in the Woods. Zone. You should watch though because it's a, it is not even just a good horror movie. I would say it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because some like horror movies you just watch because they're bad, and you're like, oh, but it's Halloween time. Let's watch a slasher. I would say Cabin in the Woods is actually a pretty good movie. All right. And Chris Hemsworth is in it. Now he's Thor. Mm. Mm. Which is pretty crazy. Like he was, uh, it wasn't a low budget movie. I was going to say low budget, but no. Um, And then on Sunday. God damn. The new games were good. We won a lot of bets. We went seven and, or we went five and two. We won a lot of bets. It was good. It's good. Um, We missed. uh, You'll be surprised, but. Beer lost his bet. <laughs> Beer lost his lock, um, which was great for me because I took the opposite. But the one of the, one of the things that I think I I overlook is when the Bears play like on a Monday or Thursday or an afternoon game. I get full red zone in the noon games, and it is it is awesome. awesome. I was just gonna say that I like it way better. And way like, way when better. When you get an octo box up there, you're like, whoa, this I can get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is what I want. And then you could just bet every game in the world just because you're going to see them all. 
See, because I don't have red zone, I don't, ha and I don't want to pay for red zone. I don't have that problem. And then I, I actually think the opposite. When the Bears don't play at noon on Sunday, it throws my whole Sunday off. I like being able to like, oh, I'm gonna get up at a good time on Sunday, get chores around the house done, maybe do a little uh, workout, eat some breakfast. That way, I'm good to go for the noon games. It's done by three, and I have the rest of the day ahead of me. Allegedly, I know someone that can get you red zone. Pretty easy. <laughs> oh. It's almost like you can Google it. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, but I love it. I love the all-day red zone. And then it gets me all, oh, but this is now the downside. I get more pumped for the Bears being like, wow, a lot of people, a lot of bad offenses are looking good today. I wonder if we're going to do it. Could be and it. No. So let's just get right, right fucking into it. Our offense is trash. And like, not even normal trash. It is hot garbage trash. The first half, of course, we look decent where you're like, whoa, but once again, we cannot put four quarters together. And then the opening of the second half, I was texting you guys. I genuinely didn't know what was going on. It seemed like a box job where Nagy like might have said something that pissed off the team. And they're like, hey, we're going to go out there and throw the game because <laughs> whims with him attacking 22. I does anyone know why he did that? Did he say anything? So they showed a quick clip right before uh, like in the middle of all of that when they were showing the replay of what he did where whoever that cornerback was i forget who it was uh showed him at some other point in the game probably in like earlier in the third quarter in the second quarter reaching through i think it was anthony, um, miller's. anthony miller's face mask and like poking him i don't know if he actually made contact with him but like poking him and i think when i think whims either saw that or miller said something and just kind of like you know what Miller, you can't you can't retaliate because you're too important, but I can because I never get in and I suck. Um, so I think that's what Wims was doing was getting retaliation for that. But I think there's better ways to do it than like punching somebody's helmet. But I'll never understand the punching someone wearing yeah. a helmet. I'll, I'll just never understand it. And did you notice he like kind of like fake punched him and then punched him? Like what what happened? It was yeah. so confusing. At least the internet had a field day. It was nuts. My favorite one was it was Wims running over with Belichick's head and 22 had Cam Newton's head on him. He just hits him after the fumble. That was that was pretty funny. That was nuts, though. Yeah. According to Wims, though, he said that well, he told the Bears that Gardner Johnson spit on him before punching him. But did you guys see that? No. No. I don't think anyone said <laughs> I don't think hard, that, hard to that's tell. a real thing. See, that's the hard talk. He reacted about. like he did. I mean, I feel like Jesus Christ. You just smacked shit out of him a couple times. But. Yeah. I mean, that was weird. Um, But overall on the Bears is our defense is really good. But you just can't, you can't put this much pressure eight weeks into the league or eight weeks into the season where you're continuously every single game, you're just putting everything on their shoulders. Yeah. And particularly when they're not, um, having too many takeaways like they had uh, mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. It's basically bend, don't break, and it works. They're still really good. I mean, they're holding teams to around 20 points a game. But, yeah, uh, over the course of the season, that's just going to, like, wear, wear, wear on a team. So, What do you think What do you think is the biggest issue? Do you think it's the play calling? Do you think it's the line? Do you think it's the quarterback? What do you, what do you think it is on the offense? Uh, for, for me, offensive line, mm -hmm. uh, not good. Too many injuries. Uh, can't run the ball with David Montgomery. So then you put it on Nick Foles' back. He doesn't get protection. He can't scramble because he doesn't have legs. It's, I mean, it starts with that. 
I mean, yeah, the fact that Montgomery even got any rushing yards here was incredible and just is a testament to how good he really is and how good he could be. But this offensive line is, uh, it feels hopeless. <laughs> it, and it's just a perfect shitstorm of a combination with Nagy's play calling, too. And it didn't seem like just the general feel of the whole team in the second half, like you said, it, was, it just was turned on its head. I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, didn't like, it seem weird, though? It was weird. We were All the momentum was just gone. Yeah, 100%. It was, it was so weird. Like, I, I genuinely was like, what the hell is going on? It really seemed like a box job where they're like, hey, man, like, we all took, like, the Saints winning. So like, it's like, we, we can't win this game. <laughs> like, it was weird. But the, the thing is, I think it's a combination. Nagy, the play calling, you, we don't have an edge. We don't have any linemen on the edge to stop anything. So these fucking pitches give me ulcers. Yeah. It is so frustrating when it's just, dude, we got no one on the edge to protect it. And I love when they do them with Jimmy Graham in there. Jimmy Graham is known for not being a blocker. Yeah. He is no, he, it's like a big thing where he is not a blocker. Nothing against him because that's what we got him for is we got him for a red zone target. So I'm not going to like talk shit about a guy that because that's not what he does. But I, I don't get it. Like, I get that you have to change up the play calling because of how bad the offensive line is. But be a little creative. Like, try something. Yeah. Yeah. The, the biggest thing that I think pissed me off in this game was actually um, towards the end of the second quarter. Bears have the ball. They're driving down the field. Uh, less than two minutes left. They got inside the red zone. And they did Dave Montgomery run out of bounds and then incomplete pass. So they stopped the clock twice with under two minutes left with a seven point lead. Like to me, the coaches need to be saying, Hey, I, I know I think the Saints still had one or two timeouts then, but the coaches need to be saying, We need to take this clock down as far as possible, even if we don't get into the end zone. Mm -hmm, because yeah. they were getting the ball back in the second half. You go into um the locker room with at least a ten point lead at the end of the half and then come back out and score a touchdown or score another field goal. And that puts you ahead like pretty smoothly um, for, for the defense and take some of the pressure off of them. Uh, they didn't do that. And then on, f I think it was either third down for the saints or fourth down for the saints. When they got the ball back bears called timeout and just oh, like, yeah. like, I, I do not understand those calls from a coaching perspective at all, especially when you're facing drew Brees and you know, he's going to be able to like, try and go down the field on him. It's like, you got to take as much time off the clock as possible. You got to get rid of as many of their timeouts as possible and hope that your defense is able to stop it or the clock's able to run out. And to me, that's just like one of many coaching frustrations for um, uh, the Bears. I couldn't agree more with that. I see we can, or every week that the offense, and I think some of the reason that Nick Foles has been throwing a couple of bad picks it's because he feels if they have any momentum going and they're across midfield that he he like has to make something happen, mm -hmm. you know? Got to get in the end zone. It's always like after he makes like a big 40-yard pass to Mooney or Robinson down the middle, then you notice that he's like really trying to force stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because he knows in his mind where he's like, dude, we're not going to get a lot of chances like this. We might get lucky with a couple of these passes, but when we're in red zone, he's like, gotta get this ball in there so like i'd rather turn this ball over than just get three because i know we need more points yeah 
who do you guys think the Bears MVP is so uh, halfway through the season? I think no doubt in my mind that the rookie is Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson? He plays well for rookie MVP. The defense, though, I mean, the Bear, Hakeem Hicks. Hakeem Hicks. He's great. I mean, I, I also think uh, Cleo Mack is also playing great, but up the middle, Hakeem Hicks has been dominant, and every time he got injured last year, you really saw our line struggle. So he is a bigger part than I think a lot of people outside of Chicago, because I would say a lot of Bears fan agree that he's a big part. Mm-hmm. So I think he's, I think he should get more respect. Yeah, you got Johnny. I like Traquan Smith a lot. I feel like he's an Roquan. Roquan, yeah. sorry, yeah, he's Roquan Smith. I mean, he's like part of every play. He's flying around every end of the of the field. It's amazing. But besides that, maybe Pat O'Donnell. Cairo Santos. <laughs> I, was say, I, I, I was thinking Roquan as well, and then Cairo Santos. I think Cairo has played unbelievably well and performed in clutch situations. And has he missed a field goal yet this year? Maybe one? I don't I know. I think he missed one. He missed one, but him hitting the, the game tying last night to send it to overtime. I mean, with the wind. With the wind, with the wind and too. everything like that. And I think he's injured or hurt. No, I think it's like the first time that he's been healthy in like six years. Oh, okay. Well, but still. he's he's uh, Mr. Glass sometimes, so yeah, stay healthy. Yeah, Ho- hopefully he does. So the one thing though that I wanted to really pick your brains out about is, do you think that they will ever go back to Jabisky this year? Because I don't see it, but I've seen a little chatter on the Reddit, so I'm like, I don't see how it happens. But however, I would like this. I would like him to be used more as like a Taysom Hill because we still got him. We're still paying a lot. If we don't trade him, we got to start using him a little bit because we're paying him a lot of money. Trubisky, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, if we don't trade him and we don't use him, it makes no fucking sense because I don't want him to get injured, but it's like you don't mind if he gets injured because he's gone. We're not picking him up. I mean, there's no, no way he's back on the Bears next year. No. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, I mean, he does have a skill set of being able to run the ball, which, um, Foles cannot do whatsoever. So that is something that they could try and leverage, try and get more yards on the ground. So I think they should try and do that. But from like a starting perspective, I don't think, I think Nagy's painting himself into a corner. I don't think Nagy can go back to Trubisky at this point without basically being like, yeah, I have no idea. I have no control yeah. over this team. I have no idea what's exactly. going on. Like, nothing's working. We're fucked kind yeah. of a thing. Because mm-hmm. when he took out Trubisky and put in Foles against Atlanta, he said it was a gut decision, which totally understandable, and it worked. But then after that, he didn't come back out and say, like, yeah, that was a gut decision, but that doesn't mean that's going to be every week. We're going to assess it as going on. He basically just said, like, Foles is our starter now, as if, like, that had kind of been the plan all along. So if he kind of now backpedals and admits that like oh maybe we should go back to Trubisky I think it's just like that looks horrible for him as a his coach his job's over if he does that I think so yeah I think it's a similar thing with uh, Ryan Pace as well and I they I, literally I, work I, together with everything in terms I of their personnel so I think both of them should be I think out of here. his Trubisky pick alone is reason enough for him to not be a GM in this league at least on this team get, the, get out of here yeah I mean 
where do we go from here with QBs? To be honest. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I think what we're really going to have to do is we're going to have to draft one. We have been doing this a lot where one of our drafts struggles and then we go get some like veteran. Like how we got Jay Cutler after Jay Cutler was he might have still technically been in his prime, but like his Denver days were his really good days. And I like Jay Cutler too. I think he is the reason we won a lot of the games with him. But that's what I'm saying. I think if you really want to go through it, we got to get like a quarterback in the second or third round. Uh, we finally have a first round pick again. I, I don't think there's going to be a quarterback that we need to reach that much because I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. He'll go to the jets mm-hmm. or he'll, Maybe go back to Clemson, but I think we're going to have to actually draft one. I don't know who. I, I know who I want. I want Fields from Ohio State. Mm. I like him. He's got an arm. He throws bombs. He's got some legs on him. He's good. I don't like that he plays for Ohio State, <laughs> but I'll take what I can get. I didn't yeah. like David Montgomery until he was a bear. I can't really think of too many. Like, good, Can you pull up like top like Kuiper's big board for top uh like quarterbacks for next year but i'm saying even if i think we just got to draft one in general say it's like the fifth round i'm cool with that we just get one so they got justin fields as number two on i like this. justin fields trey lance from north dakota state he's good as well that's division two though right? kyle trask yeah he doesn't lose or that team just doesn't lose there I guess yeah, Carson Wentz awesome. came from Division Two as well. Zach Wilson, BYU, but he is more of like what we have. I want to change a pace. Yeah, I just want someone we could actually get excited about. Because there's no way we get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, we're already we're five and three, so we're not going to get the first overall pick, um, especially with the Jets being over. So, real quick before we go into locks of the week, you think the Jets won a game this year? I don't think so. No. No? Doesn't look like it. Can you pull up the Jets' schedule? I want to see who they, like, is there any game I can see them winning? So the Patriots, probably not, even though the Patriots stink. The Chargers, no. Mm. Dolphins, no. Raiders, no. Seahawks, no. Rams, no. Browns, maybe. Mm. Maybe Browns. I don't know. Browns are pretty good this year. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think they're on 16. They're going on 16. Yeah, I don't see how they win. Yep. <laughs> I wonder if Trevor Lawrence really would stay in college again. To avoid it. I mean, if he uh, continues to have COVID, he might. Yeah, or he just comes out and what becomes a first-round pick no matter what. <laughs> what happens to Sam Darnold? My question. I would love Sam Darnold. I would love Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold actually a lot. He makes a lot of crazy plays. Dude... There's a couple, so here's the thing. I feel bad for Sam Darnold and Deshaun Watson behind their line and their offense. I don't really feel bad for Nick Foles. Like mm-hmm. Nick Foles has had his shot. He's won a Super Bowl, so I'm not going to like pity the man who was a Super Bowl MB- MVP. You know yeah. what I mean? But like Sam Darnold, dude, he gets beat up. He is, uh, he's number two in uh, most pressure. Really? Yeah. And, like I feel bad for that. Because well, he's got an arm on him. He looks good. I mean, for talking that and talking about how bad the Bears' offensive line is, maybe first round next year they get an offensive lineman. Start oh, developing I that. that. I mean, I think our weapons aren't terrible. No, the weapons are good. Yeah. Yeah. Weapons are real good. We got a good uh, 
couple good wide receivers, good running back, uh, a couple good tight ends. Like, but also our line isn't terrible. They're just hurt. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of injuries. Yeah. But I mean, we were also talking last year about how we didn't like the offensive yeah. line. Yeah. It just sucks when. I mean, it's four of them got injured. Yeah. I mean, that's we got five. Four got injured. <laughs> like, that's, like, talk about injury luck. Like, that's, like, the worst you can get. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, let's head over to locks. So, what are the, uh, what are the standings right now? I know all right, you're Mr. Perfect. Last place is uh, beer, one, six, and one. Uh, luckily, we didn't bet beers pick last week so well, we didn't lose we any money against them yeah we but well that that's because it was your pick yeah so uh johnny's four and four um which last week you had the the parlay which was aggressive but you hit one of them so the oh, P- pittsburgh money that. line yeah. and then you were pretty close on the over under uh, uh, the over for the um vikings packers game. vikings game yeah mm-hmm. so you're four and four but you know with an asterisk joe's five and three and uh still undefeated eight now yeah, nice. I still can't. I cannot believe that Bengals bet hit. Yeah, that was crazy. You, you know what you do? All you do is heat check yourself, and you haven't cooled down. They won. They won. Yeah, they won outright. That's nuts. Yeah, I'm so excited for your pick this week. <laughs> I, 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 you know the secret is I haven't made my pick yet. Oh, it's a gut feeling every time. Yeah, I like it's a gut it. feeling. Like, do you know you're heat checking yourself or? There has been one time you have announced it. Last, yeah. Well, two weeks ago, I heat checked myself. And yeah. then last week, I really did. I was really reaching with Bengals plus five and a half. That and was crazy. Yeah. So now it's just gut feeling. That's nuts. Um, okay. So we'll start off with Beer since he's not here. He has the Cardinals minus four and a half versus the Miami Dolphins. Um, so. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm joking. I think Beer's going to get back in the wind column. He's one six and one. The that's, odds are in his favor. That's crazy that he's one six. And one. <laughs> it's just crazy because you're eight now. That's yeah. what's that's what's nuts about it. Uh, Johnny, give your pick. Right, I'm going to go with Seahawks minus two and a half okay. against the Buffalo Bills. Okay, yeah, that's a lock. I like it. Oh yeah, I like it. Actually, I almost did uh, the same bet as Beer. So not that bad. I think I think he's going to get a win this week. I think the Dolphins win that game out, right? I actually do. But I'm not going to bet it. All right. Well, I'm, I, I mean, on the show, I'm not going to make it my lock. <laughs> my lock is going to be the... I'm torn between two, but I've already done this one, so I think it's not right to do it again. Well, did you win? I did win it. Then so you it, it's the literally the exact same line. It's the Texans-Jags minus six and a half. This is when I did the, if the Texans lose this game, they're done. They don't have first and second round pick. I'm going to skip that. I'm going to go Lions plus three and a half. And it's because of this logic right here. Vikings just beat the Packers. Okay. That was a huge upset. Mm -hmm. How did they lose this game? Because of that reason, Lions. Like, I can't see any way in hell that they don't cover this spread. Because of that. Lions. Okay. All right. I like it. Like you get it. Like you see what level I'm at. Like there's levels where it's like, there's no way they can lose this bet. So it has to be lions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like it. I like that bit. Yeah. I hear you. All right, Nick. Okay. Um, we're talking heat checks. I'm going to mega heat check myself. Oh, Jesus. (sighs) 
I can't even like I'm gonna probably talk shit about it, but like I Jets plus seven against the New England Patriots. I like it. I like it a lot. It feels bright, but I would never make that line. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't hate it. I like I it. I like it. it. Yeah. Patriots are it. not good. They're pretty bad, yeah. But the Jets, I mean, we did say that they Just were gonna go on nice. sixteen. <laughs> um I mean, let's look at the, yeah, the Jets' history there. Um, go I can back. see this is the game they, they win by like six points have, and yeah, you still cover. Have they, mm-hmm. have they been within seven points all season on any game? The Jets? Yeah. Yeah, against the Bills. No, they lost by 10. Oh, no, that was eight. Oh, eight. They, they have oh, not. But they, oh, I'm sorry, but they covered. Yeah, they, they, yeah, I'm sure they've covered before, but they have mm-hmm. not been within seven points. Ooh, quick of, trivia. Of a team the entire season. Like, there's only this one, is the ultimate heat check. That makes sense. There's one team out there that just tied the record for 0-8 against the spread. Who is it? I actually saw this today, too, so I'll let Johnny oh. guess. 0-8. 0-8 against the spread. You gotta give it to me. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. What? They're 0-8 against the spread. Ooh. Actually, that makes the most sense. That's they rough, though. 0-8 so against the spread. They haven't had a touchdown in three games. Wow, yeah. That's, Dude, that's rough. I mean, really I'm sorry. Um, Maybe that would be the, be the ultimate heat check, then. If I Same with the Cowboys. Yeah. Well, if, if they don't cover again, it is the record. It's the record. That's crazy. 0-9. So they, got, do they have a bye week this week? I don't see them up yeah, there. Yeah, they do. No, they like no. Well, okay. The next week. Yeah. <laughs> if, I win, if I win the Jets bet, then the ultimate heat check will be... So prefer or pursuit of perfection, that's what we're calling it. Yes. Uh takes the Jets. Jesus. I actually don't hate it though. Yeah. I don't know how much of a heat check that is, because I could I like this is weird because last year when we were doing the Benton League, you weren't in on this. The Jets were like 13 point dogs, and I was like, they were five and a half to one. I was like, I want to put our entire balance on the Jets winning this game against the Patriots. And then they lost by 40. So I'm <laughs> glad we didn't do that. So I have like one of those games where I'm like, the Jets can't be that bad, right? But they are. Yep. But I think they're good enough to cover. Yeah. And seven points is is a good good cover. And so. I'm not gonna lie, this is another one with the Patriots are struggling. Belichick's gotta be pissed. How do they not cover a seven point spread? Boom, Jets. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's crazy. so obvious one way that it's gonna happen the other way. I'm yep. taking my approach when I go to the racetrack with my uncle, he like looks through his handicap sheet and he'll be like, Ooh, this seven horse, seven horse looks really good. Boom. He just scribbles it out. He goes, well, then it can't win. If I like this horse, there's no way it can win. And the last time we went there, he won 600 bucks. So I was like, that's genius. <laughs> Could you like, and he did it the whole day. He was like, Ooh, this two horse, I'm telling you, he's run good. Get him out of <laughs> Done. He, ain't, he ain't making top three. Then if I think he's good. Um, all right. So let's head over to timeouts so or timeout. Where? Where on the podcast. Oh, um, beer. Congrats again, but I hope you go one seven and one because <laughs> it, is, it is getting too funny for me. Uh, <laughs> it's the and one that's really the kicker. Yeah, he's Pushing not. One he's now one and seven. Yeah, he, he's got a tie. I wish we could look back at what he pushed on. I'm sure we could. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is we're going to stay on the Halloween costume. So Travis Scott blocked his Instagram after people started making fun of him after he posted his Batman costume. So, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, like, I don't think it's bad. 
Uh, no, it's not, but I guess what are the comments? Did you read through any of them? No, I mean, mm. he blocked it all before I could read. Mm. No, it doesn't look horrible. The cape looks a little bit brown, but other than that, it's... Well, I think he did do brown. Oh. Because, like, 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 if you look in, like, the shoes, most of his shoes are brown because that's oh. his favorite color. And he's so looking at his cars. Yeah, yeah. I think he did, like, a Cactus Jack Batman. Yeah. But I... I I kind of think people are just jealous because that is a dope Batman. Co- like, I think it's cool. And it even looks like he can't move his neck, which is like old school <laughs> Batman where I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It really doesn't look that bad. Wow. And like the clouds behind him. Like, it looks a little bit like a dark night. It Pe- looks good. I wonder what people were saying. To yeah. Be honest. People are dicks. Yeah. But also like. How does he really let it get to him? Yeah, that, he's, that's, well, that's my like, thing. He yeah. has so much money. His McDonald's meal just became a meal. Which is nuts. I wonder what the... Ca- Maybe the caption was stupid. Many trolling him for looking like a bug instead of a superhero. Mm. I think it's Batman. Yeah. I think it's Batman. That's what, like, it, you can't let people think that people in your Instagram DMs or comments or whatever have space in your head and deactivating your Instagram is the number one way to show yeah. that they 100% do have space in your head. Just reacted to them. Yeah. <laughs> that one comment where he said that his torso looked like one of those hard luggages that you see at the airport, that's pretty good. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That one's pretty good. That one's pretty good. I do like that one because it kind of does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It kind of does look like <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the, well, this is why the internet is undefeated because a multi, multi, multi millionaire, huge rap sensation comes out with a pretty cool picture, and they're like, Yeah, we're just gonna <laughs> shit out <laughs> you. ain't nothing. Yeah, we gotta put you in check. So, the second one is Wendy's is coming out with a new chicken sandwich. Which I'm really pumped about because I think of out of all the burger chains, they have the best chicken. Ooh. What do we got? What's uh what's special about it? What's new about it? So it's like a cheaper spicy chicken. And they're giving it away for free. Oh no, no, it's the new classic chicken. I bet it's pretty good. Cause I like the old one. The new classic chicken? Yeah. Looks pretty good. Looks kinda like the um uh, Popeye's one. Hmm. If they're trying to compete, uh, even bef- the- even before like the chicken wars, though, I feel like Wendy's did have all the best chicken sandwiches. I think out of any of the burger places, I would totally the agree. burger places, yeah. Because Popeye's is definitely better, but when you're going to Popeye's, like that's what they're known for. They're known for chicken, so they better have good chicken. Mm-hmm. But when you go to a burger place and they have a pretty good chicken, you're like, wow, and it's a buck, and they're giving it away for free. <laughs> The fact that it's a dollar is, that's pretty darn good. The The dollar menus have shifted so significantly in the past few years. Like, I always use McDonald's as, like, the indicator. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, when I was in college that the, like, McDouble was actually a dollar. Oh, no, Or the it's McChicken not. was actually a dollar. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. Nope. What is it now, do you think? I saw right now a McDouble on Uber Eats because I was actually on there today was $3. And it made me livid. Also, it made me even more livid that for three cents more, you can get the triple burger. So, what the fuck? <laughs> that makes no sense. I don't want a triple burger. I like the double. 
But for three cents more, you're like, yeah, I'm going to buy. It's probably what they buy patty for. So they're like, yeah. <laughs> they're just, just do it. trying to move more patties. Yeah. Ooh, is this a Chicago Tribune rank of the top chicken sandwiches? Looks like it, yeah. Wow. What was number one? What do they got? Let's go down to number one here. I'm glad it's all on one page, too, and you don't have to like click through all of it. That's nice. Oh, as soon as it goes to slideshow, I don't believe in it. I have Ooh. heard the chicken shack is good. I haven't had it, though. Popeye's Apparently number two. Apparently, fried chicken sandwich at Popeye's. I haven't had it, but, but it's dude, got Shake Shack's good. It's got to be more expensive, though. Shake Shack's a little pricey. Yep, $3 signs. So I'm not going to lie, though. It looks $6. good. $6.79. Versus $3.99. I'm going Popeye's all day. Yeah. I would try it. Raisin Cane's. I've never had Raisin Cane's. I heard it's pretty good, though. Buttermilk crispy chicken sandwich at Arby's. Four ninety nine, number they five. Have wow, the meats. I guess I haven't had a Arby's in forever. My, I was hanging out with my sister and her husband last night, and there, and we were talking about fast food stuff. And they were like, "Yeah, we usually get. We haven't been to McDonald's in a while. We usually get Wendy's or Arby's." I was like, "Who the fuck still gets Arby's? <laughs> like, like when was the last time you guys had Arby's? Like." Yeah, high school. You have to think about it exactly. And I and I'm not even sure, but I if I had Arby's, I'm where is an Arby's? Can you even think of where an Arby's is? <laughs> Only in my hometown, Grays Lake, because I yeah, it's been around for years. But, but one in my hometown, close. So now I have no idea where an Arby's is. I'm gonna Google it. I'm curious. Well, what's the closest Arby's? Yeah, I can't I, think, think of one. Un, do you think it's under five miles? There's got to be one in the city. It doesn't seem. The closest one to here is in, looks like River North. Or no, The Loop. Is there, it the train station one? Because I know there's one in the train station. There's one in the Thompson Center, looks like. There's one in, uh, what is this? Yeah, it's 500 oh, West Madison. Madison and uh, Wells, yeah. There's one there, right below the Brown Line station. And there's one in the West Loop. Getting results from like my hometown too. Look at that. Yeah, look. They're so spread out. Look at the even just the overall map of Chicago. There's like maybe twelve of them. Well, I think what I what I remember is getting like the beef and cheddar with like some onion bun, and I remember it being pretty good. It's just like when do you ever get our? Yeah, the curly fries I remember were awesome. Mm-hmm. That was like half the reason. Some shake that's really good. Mm, I don't know. I might be making that up, but I f- I had a feeling. Can you look up? Does Arby's have a like a shake. <laughs> Desserts and... Oh, that, no, that, that it is. Uh, Jamocha. The Jamocha okay, shake. Okay, I remember that name. It is chocolate and coffee. Ooh. Well, that's not what I thought it was. But okay. But okay. Yeah, maybe we'll have to try Arby's. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just be honest. Yeah. Um, the next one is non-alcoholic beers are on the rise. What's that all about? Because I don't want to sound like an alcoholic or something, but what is the point of drinking a beer without alcohol? I guess for the taste, but I wonder how different a taste it would be. So I saw Budweiser has one, Heineken has one. There's a new brewing company that like came out with like 12. I don't get it. I, I had a Heineken one by accident. One time. How was it? It was okay. I definitely didn't notice at first that it was non-alcoholic, but um, I, I think I remember there being a taste difference. Why do you think they're 
on the rise? Like what, like what do you, who, like what is the appeal? Cause you gotta think if you're like a recovering alcoholic, you don't want to drink anything that tastes like alcohol because that would be like a trigger. Well, no, that's actually half the reason why they're coming out is because people still like the taste of beer. And obviously if you can make that conscious choice to either get a non-alcoholic or an alcoholic, you obviously go non-alcoholic, but it's also like following this weird mocktail trend where you see this a lot at bars now too, where they're making a lot of cocktails with no alcohol. So it's really just people want that experience of going out, but not getting fucked up or not drinking. We'll have like one beer then. Yeah, I guess. I mean, people exist that don't drink. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it. I mean, they just really want to go for that social aspect of drinking or going someplace for drinks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Get a pop. (laughs) (laughs) Get a pop. I just. It's like, like, you got to think of it's like a health forward kind of thing. People just being more mindful of what they're putting in their bodies and stuff. Similar with like all these locale options at even fast food restaurants like you're seeing all that are they locale they've got to be lower calorie than normal They're because low, yeah. they've got less alcohol 88 calories it looks like on the one we're so, looking at yeah that's that's much less than like okay you'd have to get like a mick ultra light to even get close to that <laughs> yeah well i'm just really surprised because the last three to five years you saw the rise of like microbrews and IPAs and craft beers. And those are like really strong in alcohol. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, take it away. Take it away. Yeah. They got all the, they got all of it. Let's get rid of it. The Heineken one doesn't make any sense. Cause I think Heineken is like a very mediocre beer. So like take out the alcohol and it's like, what the hell are we drinking here? <laughs> I think, uh, O'Doul's remains King though. That's the only one like 10 years ago that would have existed. Even yeah. Well, old duels is like a Chicago thing, and people love old duels. Yeah. I've never had one, but I know it's a Chicago thing. A couple of my friends in college, um, uh, they were friends from high school, but in college they had a, a like a beer mirror, an old duels beer mirror in their uh, apartment that said, "For those that prefer a non-alcoholic brew, brew we suggest Oduls. Like the most like lightest possible like way of saying instead of being like drink Miller Lite or something like that. Like if you prefer non-alcoholic we suggest mm-hmm. O'Doul's mm-hmm. it's just like wow that's yeah. that's some kind of marketing you don't have to drink it no I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna drink it I just I'm just like, I don't you're very get, sus about it I just don't get it I'll be honest I just don't get it it's like I don't think you have to drink every day or anything like that but it's like if say you had like a long day and it's like Saturday and you went over to have drinks with the boys and they pulled out a 12 pack of Heineken zero zero, I'd be like, yeah, I'll just take a water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like if I'm drinking alcohol, like I'll drink a beer, I'll drink, you know, like a spirit. I'm not looking for the non-alcoholic thing. I'm like, I'll just give me a Gatorade. Yeah, <laughs> give me a, give hydrate me, up. Yeah, give me a blue one. Um, the last one in timeout is Cinnabon is coming out with rolled pancakes. Ooh. They look good. <laughs> they look very good, and I want them. Rolled pancakes. Mm-hmm. What is that? Who knows? Even mean. They just look like pancakes. They look like if you took a pancake and you just rolled it up into like a log. Oh, okay. That's not it. So it's supposed to be like Cinnabon to go pancake. Yeah, it's kind it's of actually thing. Cinnabon instead of cinnamon. Cinnabon. Rolled pancakes. 
come in like the freezer section. Well, at least I think so. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Johnny's trying desperately to find a picture of these. Where did you see that? Um, just on one of the current event sites that I go on. <laughs> oh man, secrets out. They look pretty good. Yeah, I guess you can't find them. They were just like in a little <laughs> box that said rolled Cinnabons. Oh, they're right there. <laughs> we, we found them. Yeah, right there. As how'd, part, you find it, how'd you find it that easy? As part of a brunch kit. Oh, a brunch kit. But don't those look good? Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. So it's just, is it like a frozen thing that you heat up then? It doesn't look frozen now that I'm looking at it. But it could be. It's a rolled pancake kit. With... With the Cinnabon frosting yeah, inside of the roll, mm-hmm. which I think looks really good. It's hitting shelves yesterday. It's 13 bucks. It's not too bad. Yeah. The, I still have never had a Cinnabon from Cinnabon, so. Oof. Oh, I know, man. I gotta get one. But I, I, we've gone over this. I'm an anti-Ans man over that, so we'll do that. All right, let's go over to the rank. Do you want to do the Bears rank? If we can collectively come up with for Bears quarterbacks. So the, the the rank I proposed is the best top four Bears quarterbacks of all time, which was kind of joking tongue in cheek after the, you know, recent performance in recent years. And, um, but yeah, I, if we can come up with like a collective list, I think we should do it. I think, I think we could agree on a collective list. I, I mean, I have mine. Okay. Okay. Well give us yours and then, we can add subtract. So my number four would be sexy Rexy. Rex Grossman. Sure. Um he led us to a Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. Um was he good at quarterback? No. <laughs> but he led us to a Super Bowl. So I'm cool with that. Um Cordell Stewart, I remember being like real young and him coming over from the Steelers and being like, Whoa, this is nuts. This is crazy. Uh number two, you're gonna have to go with the punky quarterback, Jim McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. Won a Super Bowl again. Also not a very good quarterback, but won a Super Bowl. <laughs> so that's like what the Bears is. And then number one, I'm going to have to go Jay Cutler because for my main majority of being a Bears fan, that is like my quarterback. Yeah. And he's got most of the records, so that makes sense. Yeah. I think, it, well, the thing I saw last night during the game was Sid, Sid Luckman, who played for the Bears in like the 60s, had most of the records until Jay Cutler broke them. Mm-hmm. So he's he's like one of the best. And that he was playing like before they even really threw the ball. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he's wearing a fucking leather helmet. So yeah. that's and he was a number forty two quarterback. You will never see that again. <laughs> Played from nineteen thirty nine to nineteen fifty. Yeah, and he had most of the records until Jay started breaking them in like twenty ten. <laughs> wow, that shows how good we were. Yeah. I think your I think your rank was pretty good there, Joe. Um, one that I would add for our lifetime, maybe like number four, Kyle Orton. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. You know, he had the neck beard going that first year when he was a rookie out of Purdue. The defense was really good. That was like the first bring back of the really good defense. So he, Kyle Orton, would be like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to like let the defense win win us games and not make any mistakes. So he probably threw like 10 passes out of bounds per game just to get rid of them, which I respect. Yeah. The one thing that we were talking about is I just love when you think of the bears, you think of the defense. You've never been like, you know what though? 
That offensive year was pretty good. <laughs> like, oh, what they do? Like, they didn't do much, but we scored a lot of points. Like, well, wasn't that because we were doing like two turnovers a game? Well, yes. That's so true. It, it, but it is though. Yeah. It's like when you think of the Bears, you think of like the monsters of the Midway. So you're like, yeah, yeah. You think of like Erlacher, Tillman. Now you think of Hicks, Matt, Eddie Jackson, Kyle Fuller. Like you, I, I really think if you ask someone not from Chicago. To name as many Bears players as you can, I guarantee they can name more uh, defense than offensive. Yeah, for 100%. sure. 100%. Okay, yeah, is this just the overall list? <laughs> like, like, really? Let's go down, like, the recent list. Um, Pitch Trubisky, Mike Glennon. What a year. Brian Hoyer. <laughs> what a year. Brian Hoyer. Yeah, no, he was great. Caleb Haney. Yeah, Matt Barkley, huh? Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the hell have we been doing? Mm-hmm. I can't believe Rex Grossman only was really the starter for two years. Well, he was terrible. Yeah, but he it's just so crazy. Really Can you scroll up a little bit more? Yeah, look at this. Oh, my God. Wait, Cordell Stewart was only a starter for one year? I don't, I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, that's perfect for your rank, that <laughs> number three guy's a guy just started for one year. But he was the first quarterback that we got that was, like, killing it from another team. And then just came over and was like, guys, by the way, like my good years are behind us. We're like, nah, nah, we're just going to put you out there. Because we do that. You know, it's like we just got Nick Foles where it's like, well, he's an he's fine. We're, MVP. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, but what is he going to do here? It's like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. We don't like <laughs> offense. That's fine. Yeah. Jasper Cowan, too, as a backup is probably my favorite backup. Uh, can you scroll up a little bit further? I want to see, like, how many years was. Um, so Har- oh, Harbaugh was started for like four years. Yeah. Jim McMahon off and on for five years, six years, uh, when he wasn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he was just, <laughs> we we love the quarterback that you don't really remember, but you're like, didn't they win a Super Bowl with us? Or like yeah. you're like, yeah, they led us pretty deep. And you're like, Yeah, but weren't they terrible? You're like, I know. That's how good the defense was. <laughs> I, I want like a side by side of this next to like the Patriots or like the uh, Packers who have had, you know, like two quarterbacks in our lifetime, something like Why that. Why do you want to do that to yourself? Because I think it's just hilarious. That's like a good way to just make yourself cry. I, I mean, it's already too I ridiculous. Cry right now. Yeah. Look at shit. <laughs> See, <laughs> real, real quick, before we close this out, if we won that game, I would have been still so mad from how we performed that I would have like celebrated, but I would have been like, oh, like I like that's how I would have been like yeah we won in overtime but we I'm I'm gonna admit something during overtime I literally said to myself we do not deserve to win this game at all yeah I, I I said that to myself like we don't deserve this game the Saints deserve to win this game but I hope we win <laughs> but I hope we win damn do you think the Bears are still gonna be able to make the playoffs this is a big week coming up. We need a win. So we still have two games against the Vikings, one game against the Lions, and yep. two against the Packers. Uh-huh. I think we can beat the Vikings twice, beat the Lions once, and win one out of two from the Packers. So that's four wins. It's going to be close. <laughs> I, we are very fortunate that we started off so hot. And and we got the Texans and the Jaguars too. So there's two more easy ones. And then if we if we take one of two from the Packers, then I ain't then, gonna call any game then, easy. Then maybe we No, they're not easy, but I think the the Bears should defiantly win those. I was really thinking this. That besides the six touchdowns Mitch Trubisky had against the Lions, 
When's the last time we blew out a team and had an easy win? We need to go in the archives I, like, for that. I, like, I'm not even just trying to, like, rub salt in the wound, but I, I was really thinking about this. Like, when, when did we ever have an easy win where, like, you bet the spread and you're like, dude, we've been covering ever since the moment. Like, yes. Like, no, I can't think of any. Yeah, we just need, yeah, I think Johnny's right. We need to go down into the archives. Yeah, it, it, um, it wasn't this year. It definitely wasn't this year. I, I think the last one is Mitch Trubisky's six touchdowns against the Lions. Not there. Oh, um, 2018. There we go. Um, gosh. Where's the scores? Uh, right there on the left. So it was 3-10 to 10 loss. That was a great game. 16-14. to 14. Mm, none, none of these are big blowouts Ooh, last 31 year. 31-15, we were covering most of the game. No blowout, no blowout, no blowout, no blowout, no blowout, no blowout, no, no blowout. No, there's nothing no blowout, from that no year. Blowout. Go to, go go to 18. Go 2018. Go to 18. 48-10 was a big one. Oof. That was huge. September 30th, 2018. 41-9 over the Bills, November 4th. Yeah, that's good, but that's when the Bills were real bad. Still, I think that was the last blowout. See, what, oh my what, God, I still remember the season. Oh, so the Lions game where he scored all those touchdowns, they didn't even blow him out. They only won by 12. Well, okay. 48-10. So you have to go back two years in three seasons. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know what that means, though? We're due. We're due. We're due. <laughs> Way overdue. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, hopefully you enjoyed last week's episode with our special guest, John. Um, you're really going to want to pay attention to the last four minutes of that episode because it's pure gold. Be safe um, with the election this week. Be safe. Uh, stay inside. <laughs> let's, let's be safe. Things might be wacky. Just stay safe. Stay safe with the corona stuff. And we will see you next week. And hopefully Bear wins. Yeah.